0: And welcome the false count anywhere here on the Rhode Island Broadcasting Network. We are here live every Wednesday at five, right here on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and on Twitch. And we are also now currently available on Spotify, TuneIn Podcast, Redfin, and on Amazon. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is Eric Dunn alongside, yes, Dad316 is back. And that is my, exactly, exactly. This is my dad, Edward Dunn, and Mr. X Jr. is also joining us right underneath. And this is actually a very special episode of Falls by Anywhere because for the third time in five birthdays, I'm getting to do something with broadcasting. As today, I turned 24, and once again, third time in five years, I get to do something I love to do as a part of my day. So throughout our time together, before I pass over to my dad. Um, AEW Dynamite Collision, we got some updates for you guys there, including when they go to Wembley. That's going to be interesting. First time AEW will be going into Wembley. So, so we'll see how they, how they do in London. Mr. X-Jerry, he'll take over after that with some updates. He's got onto local promotions and his training school as well. And then we're going to finish off with WWE SummerSlam Live this Saturday from the sold-out fourth field in Detroit. We're going to have the full card, give our predictions, but even some surprises due to some k- previous events that has not just affected this country, but it might have actually given advantage to WWE. And we'll explain that towards our segment here and this will all be coming at you through our time together. So that being said, I'm going to inform all of you at this time that this broadcast of Foss Count Anywhere is the exclusive property of Rhode Island Broadcasting for the uses of our audience and any publications reuses or redistributions by anyone is not prohibited and is given the express consent to be shared and is greatly appreciated dad
1: please it's all you said everything i wanted to say i don't even know why i'm here today but that's all right hey it's your birthday so first of all happy birthday (laughs) second of all take your time driving over so we can go out after this yeah no ken right You are right. Three times in five years, we've done something like this, and the growth you've had and the way that we're making this work for you, I'm super proud, super excited, and no place I'd rather be on your birthday if I can't be in person yet, but we can be live here. Mr. X Jr., welcome to the show. Indie Circuit, what do you got for us?
2: Yes, thank you, and yes, happy happy birthday, Eric. Appreciate it, brother. Hope your dad's doing well as well uh yeah but 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 thank you for asking um yes on the indie circuit um there are some things coming up uh there are some promotions i'd like for some people to check out uh on like youtube and stuff that are very good promotions like uh mac attacks rw um union wrestling i i've heard a lot of great things about them so uh, go check them out. I know I've been watching some of their stuff lately. Um, also, too, for like training, uh, like I've always said before, you know, I talked to one of the promoters, uh, Louis LeBoy of uh, BCW. He's uh, one of two promoters uh, of it. But anyways, they, they do have a training school. They're out towards the Springfield, Holyoke area. So, uh, if you live out in that area, you're looking to become a professional referee or wrestler, check them out. Check out the school. Look them up. They have a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They're on all social medias. Definitely also check out their YouTube channel. They have a lot of good content on it. Um, Also, too, like out towards, I think it's like the Worcester area and all that, Uh, I heard that uh, beyond... Wrestling has a school out there, towards, like, Worcester, Boston area. Um, down here, towards where I am, there's a company called NRG out in, like, New Bedford. That's where they're located, New Bedford on Rodney French Boulevard, I believe it is. Uh, they have a school. I've heard a lot of good things about their school. Again, I have not gone to their school or checked it out, but I've heard a lot of good things. I know people who have. Um, and then also, too, there's uh, out in New Soccer, Rhode Island, uh, SPW, Showcase Pro Wrestling, that has uh, Coach Chris Blackhawk who has been in the business like 25-plus years. He was trained by Killer Kowalski himself. He went to his school. I mean, it's a, it's a good promotion. It's a good training school. I went there for a short time. And then the one that I've been training at over in Fall River, top rope promotions with their lock-up training school. Um, you know, again, another very good promotion. They have a lot of good content on uh, YouTube. They put on a lot of good shows between Four River, Brockton, Middleborough, you know, all over. And, uh, you know, they do birthday parties and everything, too. And so does SPW out and Sockit. They do birthday parties also. Um, but yeah, again, you know, if you're looking to become a professional wrestler, you're in any one of these areas, you know, go check out the school. I would suggest to go in person and and speak with the uh, promoter and its trainers and just check out the facility and do what you got to do to live out your dream and become a professional wrestler or referee Mm -hmm. or whatever it is that you want to do in the professional wrestling field. Actually, you mentioned awesome.
1: New Bedford wrestling. I've got a trivia question for you. Uh, Who's yeah. the most recent New Bedford wrestling star that's now landed a job for WWE?
2: Uh, well, I know uh, Ted Goods has wrestled for uh, for the WWE and also AEW. I mean, you have. Anthony green who's also wrestled for like NXT um AEW um but I mean other than those two names I don't really know. I'm thinking of a ring announcer.
1: Eric
0: That would be the the uh, fiance to Ricochet, Samantha Irwin. That's Irvin. right.
1: Her male name is yeah. Samantha Johnson. She goes under Samantha Irwin. <laughs> and two years ago she landed her job with nxt and now she's made it up to the big club so new bedford wrestling definitely puts out product and it's good for the viewers and listeners to know that it doesn't matter where you train if you put the dedication into it Mm. and if new bedford's one of those places that's done it why not
0: you know that's funny when you think about that too because she's actually rumored to be the next lillian garcia like if you guys can think back to the Attitude era in the early stages yeah, of the early two thousands, thousands of WWE. Lillian Garcia was a huge part of their of their foundation as their ring announcer. I think she I think she might end up being being the, the next version of her, and that could be a really cool thing too. So, you know, she's really been making a lot of <clears throat> a lot of like watching Raw and SmackDown very entertaining, especially on on the premium Live events too. She's made it very entertaining mm-hmm. hearing her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's funny too that she came out of New Bedford because I actually remember seeing that because she sang the anthem at Fenway a couple months ago, and, and and I was like, I was like, oh my, I was like, no kidding, New Bedford. I'm like, wow. So you know, I, I guess they, I, I guess that saying is true, right? Doesn't matter where you're from or where you come from, anything's possible. Even in even in New Bedford, anything can happen. It's crazy. Mm-hmm.
2: And also, too, um, speaking of some of the promotions that I've mentioned. Like sorry, so, sorry, buddy. I,
0: hang on, hang on, buddy. Hang, hang on, hang on. I got to stop you for a second. I just saw a comment from somebody saying, Eric, you should say the national anthem. You know what? That's a shot to me, you know? Guy, whoever said that, I'm pretty sure I know who it is. And to answer that, I'm trying, okay? Dad and I, we are, we are trying to get me in. Yeah, we've, we've got some regulars that still. post in
1: the chat. we got some you regulars know? that post in the chat.
0: We we are trying, okay? Even though I'm serving the province community, we're still trying to get me up talking with the big dogs. Unfortunately, they're not off the leases where they were able to chat with us, unfortunately. But, you know, we're pushing that. But it's like, mm, don't remind me. We're trying, but we're getting
2: stalemates. All right, back to X What else you got? Anyway. Uh, yeah, like, like I was saying, uh, I know I mentioned about like um, W and Top having good, uh, not just the training school and stuff, but um, also good content on YouTube. But uh, also SPW, NRG, even beyond wrestling, they all have good content on YouTube. Great, good shows. So, I mean, uh, right, right. you know, yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, support your indie wrestling.
1: Sure. What do you think is the most important aspects about getting into indie wrestling for those people that are sitting home thinking, Hey, how do I get in on this?
0: Hmm. That's a good question.
2: It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of dedication. The way you get in on it is, uh, you know, like I said, you, you sign up and join the school and uh, you go through the program. You know, ask the right questions and do what you're told. Listen to the instructor, the coach, whatever they want to call him today. I mean, I'm old school, so I still call him a coach. I know a lot of people that do. Uh, The trainer there, you know, you listen to them. And also, you know, you talk to some of the vets, which are the people that came before you. And uh, know that's where you also learn a lot of your knowledge is from your coach and who, who is a vet, him or herself. Uh, as well as other vets that you you meet along the way sure you know there's a there's a lot of vets that are always willing and eager to pass on their knowledge to the next generation it just takes the next generation to have the ears to listen and pay attention to what they're telling them
0: sure hey uh uh junior this is actually kind of not really a. This isn't really a trivial question. This is like a more of a rhetorical question. Um, speaking of someone that was very popular in the indies before he came back to WWE, what do you know and what's your opinion on the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes?
2: Um, uh, be honest with you, I mean, just like his brother, uh, Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. Gold and his father, I mean, I think he's an amazing talent. I mean, when you watch him wrestle, you you can uh, you see a little bit of his older brother and his father. Sure. Uh But you know, you also see he himself. If that makes sense, mm. I mean, you can tell a little bit of what he does different to so he can become his own person, his own uh, character, so to say, in, in wrestling. I mean, yeah, I'm a big fan of his. You know, I. I Even when he was playing all Stardust, when they had him as that gimmick, I mean, it was funny, it was comical, but, I mean, he did a good job with it. Um, And and the stuff that, you know, he did with his brother, like the promos and everything, you know, like Stardust, you know. I I mean, it it was good stuff. I mean, it was comical, it was good stuff. That's if you're into the comedy. Not everybody's into comedy in wrestling. Like, not everybody's into the hardcore stuff either. Even though there's still a big, huge fan base for both. Uh, me personally, I, I just like all aspects of wrestling. I, I like it all—the comedy, the the entertainment, the the hardcore mm-hmm. stuff, the brawling. I, I just like it all. You know, I just like wrestling itself. You know, I have a big passion, a big heart for for professional wrestling.
0: Yeah, I gotcha. But the whole reason I wanted to ask that too was because there, there was a documentary I finished watching early um, this morning. That, that was just got on Peacock. It's called "Becoming the American Nightmare," Cody Rhodes, and it's a two-hour documentary for those that wanted to know more about Cody's path back to WWE and what he did on the mm-hmm. indie scene to get him back on that track again, and with him going to Impact and AEW. Like it's it's a it's a cool and just an inspirational story. Like it's a really remarkable story, seeing what that guy went through, and how he had to get out of that stardust persona he was in that he that he really didn't like to be honest with you because I felt like he kept getting out because he got out of the mid-card and then just get pushed lower and lower and lower he got out got himself bigger and better and Vince flies himself to his house in georgia bangs on his door and says we want you back with me you know like it's such a cool dr mary i highly recommend watching it like it's a cool story it really is i mean i haven't
2: seen but uh, but just from what you say to make me want to go on Peacock now and watch it, yeah,
0: man. I got you I, I, a
2: lot of his stuff that he did in AEW, especially like his one of his last matches there, which was the Flaming Table and, oh, like, yeah, like, third degree and burns and stuff. So, you know, mm. uh, like I always tell people, you know, um, you know, you call wrestling fake all you want, but I mean, if I smack you in the face, you know, yeah, you'll feel it. <laughs> You know, if I slam you on the ground or you know on the mat, you you know you're gonna feel that. You know, dude. Mm-hmm. it's not a it's not a trampoline like people think. You know, it doesn't go like this.
0: He yeah, has like two by fours and, and, two by and plywood
2: underneath all that. Yeah. Oh yeah, this plywood in the in the matting is only like about like so thin. I mean, you're gonna feel it after. <laughs> Many bumps so i mean you know yeah many yeah the dangers are definitely real so i Mm i guess not to just go out and try everything and manipulate everything that you see your your favorite superstars on tv or in the indies doing i would definitely suggest again you know go to a school and um you know get the proper training and the proper education and Mm -hmm. how to do things Mm -hmm. properly now even sure. after the proper training and education doesn't mean that you won't get hurt there's still that possibility oh yeah but, uh, you I know, agree. most likely there's less of a chance with the knowledge of having a, a more severe injury you know i mean there's always that chance because i mean any move can easily go wrong so i mean certainly yeah definitely just be very 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 careful Mm. Again, you know, listen to the ones that came before you, like the vets. And when you do join the school, listen to the other vets there and definitely listen to your coach. You know, and your coach will definitely know when you're ready to start taking bookings because most likely in most promotions, not all, um, the coach is also the booker. So and even if he's not, he's gonna talk to the booker of that promotion, say, Hey, he or she's ready and they'll make sure that you get on the card
0: right i agree dad you want to jump in here
1: oh, mr x jr has the floor it's captivating it's certainly you know it's a long hard road it's not going to be something that anyone can do easily oh yeah, uh, no, yeah.
2: definitely and i mean there speaking a of quality rose and yep. in injuries i mean look at the uh match he had with i believe it was roman reigns and his whole uh peck over here was all torn and it was all black and rue. And, and yet he, he still did the match. And the, I think it was Rowan the Ransom. Not 100%.
0: Oh, oh, wait a second, buddy. I think I know exactly what, what, what you're talking about. I think it was oh, two weeks before Hell in a Cell a year ago. It was supposed to be him and Rollins part three, Seth Rollins. Yeah. And, and he pulled back, back weightlifting.
2: Tell he was in, in a lot of severe pain, but yet he stuck through it.
0: That was I also mean, explained on that documentary, that. too.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to say, you know, I'm here, like but yeah, you know, that's just a tough son of a, you know, S-O- Bitch.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I knew
2: you were going to say it <laughs> yeah.
0: and, and it was a great match. It was an awesome match. I mean, that thing went over 30 minutes and I'm just like, how in the hell can he stand this pain? Like he, uh, but also it's like, if you see it, I mean, Everyone in that arena looked like disgusted like honestly they looked like Petrified seeing the cover like black and blue Down to his side and, and he's just like how's he even moving his arm? How is he even doing this?
2: But well, that's just the thing, you know, you, you you endure the pain and you just you know both men and female wrestlers We just put ourselves through it to entertain the, the fans Absolutely When you have such a love and passion for the sport, you're willing to to do anything for it. I mean, it it, it runs through your veins and pumps through your heart. I mean, I've some Indian guys that that got uh, severe injuries during a match, and yet they still managed to finish the match.
0: Yeah, that always amazes me when they actually can finish with all that pain, all, all the injuries, because it's like, you know, I've also heard this throughout WWE too, throughout the years of me being a fan. Is many guys that need to have surgery or has to have it because of their injuries, they don't take that, they don't want it, they don't want that time off because they'll lose a spot on the card or where they are on that ladder. And it's like the sacrifices they make just to stay on, on the top of the mountain in this business. It's like it's like you have to have respect for people like that because because it just goes to show the guts they got. Because it's a gruesome industry. It's cutthroat. It's very unforgiving. Especially when, even with all the training in the world, one slip of the foot, someone can have a bad night. You know? Like, you're you not invincible in this business. You're not.
2: Oh, well, definitely. Uh, nobody's invisible. Or untouchable. I mean, we, we, we're, we're human. We all get injuries. Even animals get injuries. I mean, again, they're still a being. They're still a living creature.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, so, like, it, like, that also gets me, gets me like, pissed off to no end, too. Because I think, because, because, Axe, I think you were with me when, when Tony was here. What was the month before, the month before that? We had a conversation about wrestling is fake and injuries are fake. And I think we all have, I think we had like a 10 minute rant of when, of, of us just going off on, on that. When people are like, if you're not a true fan of WWE, if you're not a true fan of Impact or AEW and actually looking at this, like you have to know behind the scenes that that if someone's hurt, you can't fake going to have surgery you can't fake tearing your ACL no. tearing your MCL your PCL no. you or Be are
1: freaking broken neck you yeah. like Angle. Right. it's right the injuries when they are real they are real when we're talking about sports entertainment and we're talking about professional wrestling um I know it's your birthday Eric but you're not gonna want to unwrap this present People can get hurt, and people can feign injuries for storylines. Right, that, yes, that is true. It happens a 100 times a month. It happens That's every true. week. It happens every so often. When someone's not on the card for an extensive period of time, they're either making a movie, they're taking care of other right. things, but it's athletic performance. And just like... Um, yeah, football and hockey, injuries can be bad. You've got to be athletic. You can't get up out of our chairs. Well, X can because he's doing this, but we just can't get up out of our chairs and go do this because it's not something we've trained for. Certainly, everything that involves other people making sure that you can do what you have to do takes practice, takes training. And in the old days, you'd have a live show Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then TV would be live on Monday, and they'd record SmackDown on Tuesday. So then they got the rest of the week for their new card to practice for the new shows and the live shows that nobody can see on TV are how they practice for the TV shows. And sometimes you what? get hurt every time there's a suplex, every time there's a pile driver, it takes two people. It's a spot. It's a performance. You see guys do corkscrews off the top rope. You see people jump yeah. backwards onto people onto the ground. I mean, look at Ray Mysterio this week. He yeah. wasn't supposed to hit his head on the back of the ground and he did and he couldn't finish the match because he suffered a concussion from what we were told but that also means that he might have the skill set to not be hurt because they're changing things up jim Uso, he went through a table he's been smashed they can't leave him on the card as a tag team so that jay can go after reigns as an individual he had to get hurt he had to get taken off taken out yeah so that he'd be out doing that so now He's just behind the – he's off stage. He's behind the scenes. If he's legitimately hurt, he's legitimately hurt. We wish him the best. But they want the fans to think people are legitimately hurt, and that's why they're not there to make the card have more impact, to make the storyline have more sure. value because now you think, oh, Ray's hurt, so now he can't fight Dominic at the next pay-per-view. You're right. Somebody else will. Maybe it wasn't his time to do that. They change sure. things up all the time with an injury. If you've got a tag team, they can't go solo unless one guy gets taken out, knocked out, or taken off and hurt. But I'm stepping on WWE's toes a little bit, so I'll save that for when you for want sure. to talk. I believe right now we're going to get ready to take our break. And as we say goodbye to X Jr., we wish him well and his family, of course.
2: Uh, and Always. I- yes, thank you. And may you have a great rest of your day and an awesome birthday uh, after this.
0: Hey, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. And also, hey, uh, most importantly, thank you for joining us and being and, and being a part of this because everything you give makes a big difference and it makes an impact here. Just know that.
2: All right. Very much.
0: We'll talk to you soon, brother. All right.
2: All right. Later. Thank you and happy birthday again.
0: Thanks, thanks, brother. Mister X Jr., folks. Very 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 few that I think you'll meet that are like him. Very few. So that as you were saying, you you
1: froze before he left. So go ahead and finish oh, what you were saying. I was saying as we're fading him out, you can take a moment to talk about our sponsors and pay a couple of bills.
0: Okay, sure. So just so all you know, I don't have a script. I don't read something off This is something that's been by memory for a long time now, because for those that are fans of I'm Double sports on 990 WBOB.com and tweet downs on the ice as well. This has been our sponsor and it's road to love wedding services and Lighthouse productions, Rhode Island. So for those that are interested or need anything for a wedding or for a party or of any kind, feel free to check out Lighthouse Productions, Rhode Island. My dad and I, Edward Dunn, we are a province-based company that specializes in the areas of sound, lighting, photo booth, photography, videography, drone videography, monograms, slideshows, and, of course, DJ and sound. And also, as a special bonus as well, my dad is a wedding officiant through Road to Love Wedding Services that's also in conjunction with lighthouse reductions to provide you with all of your wedding needs but if you don't need a wedding though fantastic because if you need it for a party or for entertainment of any kind we can handle all budgets all sizes and all different types of venues and of course we still have a 100 day money back guarantee 100 money back guarantee for any types of cancellations or rescheduling needs for those that are interested to playing your next party or, or your next wedding or for, for any events. Feel free to send my dad, Edward Dunn, an email to Y-O-U-A-R-E-N-Y-D-J. That's all one word. You are my DJ at G1.com. And you'll be connected to my dad, Edward Dunn. He'll set you up with an email conversation. He'll set you up with a Zoom call. And also on top of that, myself, Eric Dunn, I work alongside my dad as well. So you would get both Dunns for the price of one. And you would get the father and son combination giving you maximum fun, maximum Enjoyment and maximum satisfaction will be guaranteed. White House Productions, Rhode Island, your entertainment source for all of New England. And I'm done with sports. Live every Wednesday night at 6 and part up every Thursday morning on 990 WBOB.com. And Tweet ends on the Ice will also be coming to you soon. So stay tuned for more. And that was our brief pause for our sponsors. And so I think we can bring my dad back in because he's hidden now. And who's that little guy?
1: What's all that about? Hey, baby pictures. Oh, you're (laughs) such an ass. (laughs) But anyway, I can't get flagged for putting my own picture on. The show. Like, okay, Hang on. Else. before we do
0: AW and get you involved with that, you were you are mm-hmm. afraid of me doing something like this because I didn't have a script and you didn't think I could pull this off and you were interested in hearing this. I don't know how Ron feels about it behind the scenes here, but I want to get your thought on that.
1: Well, you sold everybody that you didn't have a script and you gave a two-minute preface before you started it, so it's fine. But um, there are some things that we'll need to tweak and we'll get uh tech involved to get you a slide card or a script because there were some things that were not completely accurate but it's good anyway and it's a plug for the show and we should have a logo up here someplace but we'll get that as far as tech people get taken care of so it's a great job of course it's your birthday i can't say anything bad about you but ask me tomorrow no i'll give you my true impact. yeah i'm so, sure you will let's jump over to for a-, yeah. a little bit
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: let's talk about some news because there's a lot of news coming out of yep. AEW first of all a lot of people are worried about the elite what's going to happen to the elite kenny omega the young bucks and hangman adam page well the good news is they have recently re-signed long-term contracts with aew so they are not going anywhere they are staying right here and i can only wait to see what's involved for them as they continue to make history on aew maximum done huh that's fun. A little bit of uh, back and forth between uh, AEW and WWE. Even though AEW is going to celebrate its 200th episode, Paul Levesque, CFO of WWE, has called it a secondary promotion. The game Triple H is playing head games with Comic And in a recent conversation, uh, it was shown that he – Did make the comment um, talking about throwing iron on the fire was unbelievable. But Cody Rhodes, we know now, left the company in 2021 to come back to WWE. And Triple H criticized AEW saying, and I'm quoting here, um, Rhodes is taking that gamble again in WWE. I didn't grow up dreaming of being the champion of a secondary promotion. Well, Tony Khan responded first by showing how he's already got 80,000 tickets sold for the upcoming All In show in London. And he responded saying, we certainly won't be secondary promotion at All In, he said. We're number one in the UK on TV and with a record gate. I have a lot of respect for Cody. I know these weren't his words, to be fair, but we're not secondary in a lot of markets for the first time in a long time. WWE has been secondary in a lot of markets. I'm proud of where we're at and we're not taking a back seat to nobody. Damn. So it's going to get interesting. Oh, it's going to get there. ugly now. The Wine Eliminator Tag Team Tournament was clearly something that was scripted by putting certain people together and certain people not together that they want, didn't want to be together. And one of those pairings was actually Adam yeah. Cole and the Heavyweight Champion MJF. And we all thought, "Well, oh, this is going to blow up in like one night because this isn't going to go anywhere." But the fans have taken to this so much. That they've now created a storyline where Roderick Strong, who's out on injury, is being seen as a third wheel with Cole and MJF now making it to the finals. But they lost a collision to FTR. The question now is, because MJF gave Adam Cole a your next gift for being his friend at the AEW title, now that they've lost, where does this go mm-hmm. from here? But the fan base is huge on it. They've got shirts saying, better than you, baby. And it's the top seller of the year. So they have to figure out how to keep this team together. Because now that they're out of the tag team tournament, they weren't going to win the titles. But there's probably going to be a three-way storyline with Roderick Strong, MJF, and Adam Cole on how this all comes together. And it's probably going to come to a head at All In. Sure. And All In, coming up in Wembley in August, has a possible WWE Hall of Famer, showing up to make his AEW debut. Rumors are going around because right now, Jack Perry, who's taken away his moniker of Jungle Boy and literally buried it in the sand last week on Dynamite, turned to FTW champion Hook, the son of legendary WWE All-Famer Taz, who's now a commentator on AEW, and beat him for that title. After that, he was shooting his mouth off this past week, and Jerry Lynn came out, to confront him in the ring. And now he's going to be meeting a match with Jerry Lynn very soon. I think it's actually tonight for dynamite, but these older people that are coming around, they're not going to shut up Jack Perry, but one person who could from the ECW is none other than Rob. Van Van. Damn. He is pro- programmed right now to possibly show up at either all in or all out. But if he shows up at Wembley, know for a fact, it's going to be an extreme match with them in Wembley Stadium. That could be huge. Which would be absolutely RBG huge. being so, AEW? Mm-hmm. And AEW Collision is the new Saturday night show on AEW, which is taking on now a third night every week for wrestling. And though... WWE has Raw on Monday, NXT Tuesday, and SmackDown Friday all live. AEW has Dynamite on Wednesday, Rampage that airs after SmackDown, tape delay, and Collision live on Saturday. So they're still not big enough to do three individual shows, but if you go to Dynamite, you get a chance to see Rampage. It's a good ticket when you look at this show and we're going to actually be going to see it in three weeks in Lexington, Kentucky, as part of your birthday, this past weekend you had a, a mask match between Andre Alibiolo and Bunny Matthews of the House of Black, but Andrade did come out victorious. And ironically, they're starting a new rivalry with Aaron Solo and Miro. Miro was doing an interview with Tony Schiavone, but Solo came out behind with a chair, screwing up the interview, causing a new rivalry call to give Miro some time on the card. (laughs) Robin Allen took on Minoru Suzuki, the legend from New Japan Wrestling. But (laughs) even though Suzuki was able to put him into his finishing move, just like a sleeper hold, Allen counted it, flipped over, left his shoulders on the mat, and... Allen got the three, not realizing that Suzuki realized he was on his back. He didn't realize he lost till it was over. Wow. Samoa Joe and Gravity was a match for the Ring of Honor World Championship. That was just a warm-up match for Joe. It lasted like 40 seconds. Moving on.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And CM Punk came out to interview with Tony Schiavone to talk about his title. And yeah. he out of the red bag of the legendary AEW title, sprayed the X logo over the face of it for straight edge. Out comes Ricky Starks, who's going to challenge him for that. And now they're really trying to bring up a storyline of what do we do with these AEW champions? Well, Punk says, let's make this the Collision TV title since Punk is only doing Collision right now. And he's got some good ideas, but we'll have to see how that turns out. The main event, as I said, was FTR versus MJF and Adam Cole. And this match was longer than I expected. It was more involved than I anticipated. And they had the fans eating out of the palms of their hands for the entire, entire thing. But MJF tried to save Adam Cole from the big rig, or the shatter machine, they now call it, who was not the legal man, and ended up costing MJF getting hit with it. And they lost the match. And he's really mad that he screwed it up for the team. But each time Adam Cole holds on to the title to give to him, MJF rips it out of his hands. Like, why are you touching my title? Cause the referees usually do it, but he was doing it cause he was his buddy. But now the storyline starts about that AEW title. So looking at dynamite for tonight, the preview, big stuff getting ready for all in, in London. We'll talk about all in next week because we don't need to worry about it now, but some real interesting things that could be coming out of this could be Tony Storm versus Ikaru Shida for a shot at the women's title. Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, the Aussie Open, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis taking on El Hijo de Congo, and Commander, which could be an interesting match. John Moxley versus Penta El Soto Medio versus Trent Barretta, one of each of the three tag teams shaking things up in an anything goes match. Wow. Tag Team Battle, Jericho, Takashita taking on Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara. Well, here's the chance for Jericho to say, you guys are big enough to fly on your own. Now, they're going to be opponents on the same side of the ring. This could be the end of the JAS. This could be the beginning of Jericho teaming with Don Callis for a new storyline. The JAS may have run its course, but we'll have to wait and see how this plays out. Trios match. The Elite taking on Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Satnam Singh, the giant... Warrior from Nigeria. Good God almighty. Don't forget Sanjay Dutt in the back. I think the bad guys pick up the win on this one. And MJF will be in town, but we don't know what he's doing yet. Jack Perry will be on the show, but we're not sure how he's going to fare. And, of course, we'll hear from FTR, the Tag Team Champions. Eric, that's all I've got for AEW. I'm going to kick it back over to you and sit back and relax and learn about what's going on in WWE.
0: All righty. And, of course, we'll have my dad get involved once I go over the card for SummerSlam. I want to give you guys a little bit of the preview for what we have right now. SummerSlam this Saturday, live on Peacock from the Salt out Field in Detroit. So, when I was talking to you guys about current events that's happened or previous events that could affect the company, that's what I'm talking about. For those that haven't followed what's going on in the world currently... There's a strike in Hollywood. All actors and writers... Have not come to an agreement... To continue their productions. So you want to know what that means? The rumors are starting to get even louder now. John Cena... Could be returning... Back again... To WWE. Now before you grill me on that... Think back to Money in the Bank in London. No teaser... No announcement. Just like Drew McIntyre. He shows up. Doesn't even say anything. He shows up. That could happen again. But the one that's getting even louder than Cena. Is The Rock. Because. Of the main event. For SummerSlam. With Reigns and Jay think about that for a second the rock coming back to WWE coming home
1: as an elder to referee the match question mark
0: I'm telling you that strike could put Cena and rock both in the same building in the same place for the first time since WrestleMania 32 that was the last time you guys ever saw them together not in the same building in the same ring. And that comment I just saw, The Rock is money for them. You're damn right. But Cena's been
1: money for years. Yeah, you're definitely a Cena fan. So thinking about Rock and Cena in the ring, how does that make you feel?
0: I'm not answering that. Huh? I mean, because I, knew, I, know okay. well, no, I, I know what you're going to say. Well, no, I know mean, what you're going to say. I going to so it. you know.
1: You don't want people to hear how you feel about it. That's up to you. Well, obviously, oh, yes, yeah. they'll
0: tell me... What? Well, obviously, they'll know how I feel soon. Okay. But, but well, I guess. At, it...
1: You think about Roman Reigns, you think about Jay yeah. so, you think about The Rock, who's a Simone as well. I mean, what do you think the role will be for The Rock? It's hard to know. It doesn't matter what you think.
0: (laughs) Why do you think I was smirking the whole time? Happy
1: birthday. (laughs) Go screw,
0: you know. Anyway. Anyway, we'll get more into that. Hopefully, Saturday, we'll get information on him. But you know what, though? Seeing a rock show up, that just makes it even bigger. But that's the preview for SummerSlam. As we've now hit the top of the hour here. I want to go over you guys the card for SummerSlam, and and my dad and I are going to get our predictions in. So just so that way we can get you guys out of here. So this is in order, with not really telling. So this is basically from least important to most important in, in my eyes. So the first one is the SummerSlam Battle Royal. This thing was just put up like out of nowhere, and Unfortunately, that also means that um, Austin Theory is not defending the United States title. And that also means LA Knights not getting a shot either. I think that battle royale is just stupid. Yes or no?
1: Wait, you're trying to tell me that they're having a battle royal to face Austin Theory because they're not doing that? No,
0: it? not even that. The, this isn't a battle royal in general. Like that's a waste of time. My, that's a waste eyes. of time. Yeah. It's stupid. So anyway, moving on, because I don't know who 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 who's even in that. I don't care. Well, I'll I'll let you guys know that when I have my show on Monday and we're back here Wednesday. Now, next up. Rowdy Ronald Rousey versus the Ace of Spades, Shannon Baszler under MMA rules. Now, the rumor is true. Ronda Rousey will be leaving WWE, but the outcome of this is not determined yet. If you had to look at this, Dad, with all this going on, who would you pick on this?
1: You're trying to say the loser leaves WWE match, or we're saying that Rousey's not coming back?
0: No, Rousey has confirmed that she's going to wrap up with, with the company, that she will be leaving soon. This isn't a match on, on Loser Leaves the Company. This is a match under MMA rules. Oh. Well, yeah. MMA a, rules.
1: If it's a match on MMA rules, then there's probably a very good chance um, that if Rousey's going back to MMA, then she'd have to win this match. Because otherwise, it would make no sense.
0: Yeah. True. True. Um, Yeah, so So on this one, it would have to be Rousey if she did that. But as I said, I think it might be Shayna. I think she might get that edge on her. But you're going to pick Rousey on that one? All right. This one's interesting. Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Two high flyers. Mean for the first time since the Royal Rumble. I mean... I don't know how important this is, but I'm going to pick Ricochet on this one. I don't think Paul's going to get over that much.
1: Well, to make things interesting, then I'm going to take Paul because he did lay him out with that one punch, and you just never know what's going to happen. Sure. So we'll have to wait and see.
0: All right, next one up. For the Intercontinental title, Guntar defends finally against Drew McIntyre, who returns to the ring for the first time since WrestleMania. I predicted that McIntyre will finally once again be Intercontinental Champion. He hasn't been that since he was the the Chosen One persona back in 2009, 2010. I think it's McIntyre's time. And I think McIntyre's probably going to get his ass handed to him. So I'm picking Drew on this.
1: I can agree with my broadcast colleague because this is where it all started. Six years ago. 2017. High school baseball. Baby pictures. Not too so much. Uh yeah, I'm uh, not that No, perfect. that's not even close to a baby picture. No. Oh, don't tell me. I got time. We're not done yet. <laughs> oh
0: crap. <laughs> Ron, can you help me? Like what I walk into now.
1: Oh, no, he you can't help you now.
0: Yeah, no, I'm screwed out of the way, <laughs> I
1: guess.
0: What the hell is head. that?
1: Look at that little head. Please. I can't even see that. What the hell is that? That's your little head with a big jersey that you eventually wore when you were old enough to fit into it.
0: Oh good God. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Now, so so you agree it's going to be Drew? I think it's going to be Drew. You think it's going to be Drew? All right. Mm -hmm. All right, so we got that one done. Next one, for the WWE women's title, it's a triple threat. The Empress of Tomorrow, Oscar, the current champion, versus the EST, the former champion, Bianca Belair, and the 14-time champion, Charlotte Flair. I picked Bianca on this one because I think she's going to get that chance to have another run again, but do they really think Charlotte's going to be the one to break his own, her own father's record, though? Like, I mean...
2: I thought I she was know, 14.
1: Really... Yeah, she is 14. Yeah, So she could win it a 15th time. He's 16. Right. So it's not going to break sure anything yet. So her Cena. Oh, Cena's got 16, so... Well, I yeah. couldn't play with the 16, but she's not going anywhere yet. But I'm taking Oscar on this one, and I think it's going to be a cheap win because I think it's going to be Bianca or Charlotte's going to get the best of the other one, whether it's a KOD or it's yeah. – And she's going to come in out of nowhere, push the other one out of the ring and pick up the dirty cover to win the match. I think she gets away with the title.
0: Okay. Got gotcha you there. Now, next one. Seth Rollins versus Finn Bauer for the World Heavyweight title. This is the third time these two meet under title complications. There's no way Seth is going to lose this run. I think Seth I think Seth will get I think Seth will will get Bauer because this is the third time this year they fought under this title. But it's the third time that they've fought under the implications of it being I think it's of it being almost the co I think it might be the co main event for SummerSlam, but seven years ago history when when that universal title was created and Bauer won with one arm because into the match he had a buckle bomb into the turnbuckle. He got hit on the barricade, he, he tore his labor and dislocated his shoulder. Everyone thinks it could be Bauer. But with Damian Priest with that money in the bank contract waiting in the wings behind him, Seth would have to get blasted so bad for Priest to cash in, but I don't think he has the guts to. I don't think think he would. He might on Balor, but I want Seth to take this one home. But you got to be careful because Priest is waiting.
1: This is going two ways in my book. Okay. If you think it's a co-main event, Could be. If it's a co-main event, Rollins is going to get away with the title. And it'll happen because Priest will do something to screw up Balor from winning it. Yeah. Balor and Priest will beat the hell out of Rollins. Priest will cash it in. But then Balor will screw Priest and Rollins keeps the title. Mm That will be the first match of the night if it's not co-main event. If it's co-main event, they're definitely going to involve the briefcase. And I think for the way that this is running right now, if Balor and Priest are going to have a battle over the title through the Judgment Day, they're either going to both screw themselves out of it or Priest is going to come in and steal it. If Rollins beats Balor, so if this match is early, Seth walks out with the title. If this match is late, it goes to the Judgment Day. That's my prediction. All right,
0: all right then. <clears throat> and the next one, second to last, is part three: the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Third time. They will fight in the rubber match. Here's the problem. We still have no idea why Brock targeted Cody in the first place the night after WrestleMania. There is still no inkling on why Lesnar attacked Cody. We still can't figure it out at all. But it's 1-1. <laughs> it's still 1-1. Oh. Uh,
1: Eric, my poor son.
0: What? I yes. What? Like, honestly, Lesnar <clears throat> hasn't even explained why Co- he attacked Cody in the first place because it seemed to be like a stupid,
1: bogus thing anyway. Like, who's I didn't the, understand. Who's the biggest name after the WrestleMania? Cody Rhodes showed up. If you want to get seen, you want to get paid, you want to get back involved, you're going to pick on the biggest name out there to make yourself get back on the card. Who else is Leslie going to pick on to get on the SummerSlam card? not going to pick on Reigns because they're dealing with the Usos. He can't do anything on SmackDown because it's closed. So he goes after Cody Rhodes, who doesn't have a title, which means Cody Rhodes could beat him. There's no title involved. There's a big payday involved. And now Les is the main event at SummerSlam because he jumped Cody Rhodes the day after WrestleMania. It took four months to get here, but this was the plan. This was the storyline. This is how Brock Lesnar gets back into WWE because he can't be mid-card. He's too big. He can't be early card unless he comes out and starts off the show, but then we will come back later for the main event. He's always on in the last 20 minutes. Sure. He won't get paid for anything less than that. Right. No, I get that. As as Cena is now because Cena can't do it anymore. But Lesnar still can, but not every day, not every week. So you hurt Cody. He can't wrestle for a couple weeks. Then you jump him again. And then you do a couple appearances and you get the weeks through it. Perfect reason yeah. to Cody Rhodes to get to the main event of, of SummerSlam. And he's right. not going to walk away down 2-1. Cody's big, but he's not that big. Lesnar takes it.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Honestly, I think in order for, for Cody to get back in the picture of finishing the story, I think it may have to go through Lesnar again. But I think it may have something to do with, do with the fact that he was so low on the card of WrestleMania. I think he held a grudge on Cody.
1: Because... Cody didn't he take also, his spot at WrestleMania. Lesnar Les, Les didn't, Les didn't no, want to get paid. He wouldn't pay Lesnar. No, I get that.
0: No, I get that. But, 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 but think, about, yeah. think about what I'm trying to say. Last year's Royal Rumble, Lesnar wins, becomes WWE champion two months later. It's winner-take-all against Reigns' for versus title, and he loses. Mm-hmm. This year's Royal Rumble, Cody wins at number 30. He challenges for... That undisputed title and he loses. Mm-hmm. What if this was a common case of Les was too low on the card for that night? He couldn't do it. He wanted Cody to do it because think about it. That stipulation from last year's SummerSlam is still in effect. As long as Reigns is champion, he can never challenge for that title again. What if he was betting on Cody to finally win that title and finish the story? Just so Lester could finally get his rematch and when he couldn't do it, he attacked him the night after on Raw. That seems logical. What if what if that was really what was going on? I just couldn't see it.
1: Like, does like do you think that made made any sense? Every storyline angle you can predict, you can make sense of it. Sure, that makes sense. But was that why? We'll never know. No, but sure. I don't think it was a case of he came in at number 30 and won the whole thing, and Lesnar didn't do that. Or Cody comes in number one and wins the whole thing, and he can not do that. These two have had two matches already. It's time to put this rivalry to bed. So yeah. bring it back after WrestleMania, 1-1. We'll set this up for SummerSlam rubber match. Lesnar goes off and does his thing. Rose goes off and does his thing. But Rhodes is too beat up. Rhodes is too hurt. There's no way he escapes the Camaro lock. Even if he doesn't lose to the F5, he loses to the Kimura Lock, and that's just how it's going to be. All
0: right, so so so. <laughs> I hope so, I'm wrong. So, so.
1: I love being right. wrong when I predict the loser, the he sure. wins. I love being wrong, but I can't see right. one letting Lesnar go down. Two, one, to little Cody Rhodes, where he couldn't beat Roman Reigns.
0: Right. No, I get that, but it's just, yeah. So you're so, 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 so you're picking Brock on that. I'm going to pick Cody. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Now we get now we get to the main event. For the WWE Undisputed Championship. The head of the table. The Tribal Chief Roman Reigns versus Main Event. Jey Uso. Under Tribal Combat. Now for those that don't know what that is. It's basically no holds barred. No disqualification. No count out. The only way to win is by pinfall or submission. But there's a catch. No one can interfere in the match until it is officially over. So think about it. No one can interfere. No one can sway the odds. Even with the ref knocked out, because I'm sure he, it will, they will get knocked out, you can't interfere. Because for some reason, if you watch that segment on SmackDown back on Friday when they signed the contract... I think they might have done something with the timekeeper that if someone gets involved, the match doesn't stop. The referee can't stop it until he sees it. That's the problem with this stuff. When the ref gets knocked off, it's like, what the hell do you do? But if the ref sees it, it's no disqualification, it's no count out, <clears throat> but no one can get involved until the match is over. <clears throat> Some people look at this like, how does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. If someone, If someone interferes... On Reigns' behalf, Reigns should get count. Rain should, should get disqualified. I'm like, no, I get that, but that means Jay doesn't win the title because it doesn't change on a DQ or a countout. It changes pinfall or submission. It's tribal
1: combat. There is no disqualification. So what if the right. ref sneezes? Nothing the ref can do about it. Exactly. He can't do anything. It's the same tribal combat rules. You can't touch the other person until the match is over. Solo wasn't supposed to hit Jay last week with the spike, and Rain speared him and spiked him. That's going to piss off the elders. Because the segment before that, yeah. Rain stopped Solo from hitting him with the spike because it was tribal combat. You're supposed to keep each other separated until that match. You're supposed to have the respect of the family to not do that. They've now all pissed off the elders. Hence, this could bring in The Rock. Or, Hence, bring or in someone else or, to, that come, that's Samoan to come over and oversee it all.
0: There's a name that comes to mind, Dad.
1: Rikishi. Mm-hmm. That's the other rumor. that well, Reticci is returned. the Usos' dad, which Robert. obviously he would tie with Jay Uso over Roman Reigns. So that's still an elder, but that could be an unbiased one. Where the Rock, is biased, to both yeah. Of them. So right, we'll right, because
0: Rock right, Rock's cousins with all of them. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I get it. But it's like it's interesting though that for the main <laughs> event, for how it is, it's shaped like this. That's the biggest thing right now that we look at is, you know. I see SummerSlam as a big um, accomplishment because this is the 35th anniversary of SummerSlam. But here's the other thing too: you all have to understand that this is that this falling out, for whatever happens, might shape the course for the remainder of the year for this company. You, you just better hope and pray that that the decisions that are made are the ones that actually make sense. Lesnar defeating Cody doesn't make sense because if Cody loses again, he's knocked down even more. He's not going. He, he's not going to deserve the face Seth for that title, even if Seth wins. Cody being lesser doesn't make any sense at all because for Brock, if he's trying to get back in the title picture, that's another step back. You basically look at this like whoever wins between Cody and Brock. Someone's going to get knocked down a peg in their momentum in their push. Someone's going to get taken off of their momentum. Someone's going to get taken a back seat. So, so it's kind of like a lose-lose in both situations for both of them, you know. But with Reigns and Jay, I said this on 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 I'm done with sports for months, even before this year's WrestleMania. There was only two people I believe that would make sense to take this off of Reigns. Cody or Jay. Cody because of of his story with his father Dusty Rhodes. And Jay because of the crap he's been through with Reigns for three years. Don't forget. Jay was forced to join Reigns. Not on his own free will. He had no choice. Because of an I quit match at Hell in a Cell almost three years ago. That if he lost. He would have to side with Reigns. And cater to him. And acknowledge him. They've jumped ship. The Usos are back as good faces again. I'm excited for that too by the way. That they're back out of Reigns, under Reigns' control. I'm glad they're out of that. But Solo is still corrupted. By Reigns' manipulation. What we can look at for Saturday is. How far is that going to go? Because if Solo does something. In this match. Those elders. Could get so pissed. Like, you imagine SmackDown on Friday. What if we get teasers with Rock coming back? Because, get this. For those that are paying attention to this too, WWEShop.com just released new merchandise for The Rock. Think about it. If what we see on SmackDown this Friday night start pulling the pieces together, we, we might see The Rock return to WWE. Think about that first. Think about that over the next 72 hours. And really keep that in the back of your mind. Cena and Raw could both return. But think about the repercussions and the consequences WWE could face with making the wrong choices. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of questions that will get answered on Saturday. But... For me on Monday and for us on Wednesday, we'll have it right here to break it all down and give our opinion on how the whole night went. But with that being said, because I've got to go and see you and I've got to get out of here. We got to wrap this up. And before we get out of here, Dad, I want to pass along to you for any closing thoughts before I give some advertisements for us for here and. We finished off this birthday, so I want to throw it over.
1: Well, simply put, proud dad. Son's kicking some serious. Always happy to be part of these things, and we're going to do more of these as time gets on and the seasons change and hockey comes back. It's going to be a fun time. We'll see what summer blings. we got a couple of weeks until that actually comes about i think there'll be more stipulations about this tribal combat thing in the coming weeks because i think they goofed it by saying no disqualification, but no outside interference well yeah obviously the elders could show up the rock could show up jimmy could show up yeah back on reigns but if nobody can interfere by yeah. of tribal combat all that means is if someone does then someone else may come down to break up the interference hence the rock
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I still think Reigns walks away with the title and sets up Rock versus Reigns at Survivor Series.
0: A lot of rumors and a lot to think about. Folks, my dad ever done, That thank you, and I will see you down in Lincoln soon. So, guys, the card for next week is the updates on AEW.
1: Baby pictures.
0: I'm trying to get us out of here. Can you stop it? <laughs> God help me. So, for next week's preview, Mr. X Jr. will join us again. Updates on him with the local promotions and training schools as well. Wrestling promoter Tony Jones, if he could show up again for the first time in four weeks, he'll officially be with his rider and his internet problems. He'll get some updates on AEW and Impact. My dad, ever double will get involved. But for me, it'll be WWE with the breakdown of SummerSlam. So, guys, thank you so much for joining me here. False anywhere live every Wednesday at five, on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and right here on Facebook, and we're also available on Spotify, Redfin, Amazon, and TuneIn Podcasts. And I'm done with sports live every Wednesday night at six on 990wboB.com. And my bad, um, Red Circle. Why I say Redfin? I'm sorry. Also on Google as well. And stay tuned for that, guys, because we got a lot to to give you. It's a great day to be a wrestling fan. And, you know, I, I'm happy I got to spend some of my birthday with you guys. I'm very appreciative for that. Let's so on behalf, of world dad, world. Yep. so on behalf of my dad... Yep. So we behalf of my dad, and we're done. Wrestling promoter Tony Jones, Mr. X Jr., and the man behind the scenes, Ron Rugo. This is Eric Dunn saying so long, and thank you very much from Providence, Rhode Island, and from my home in Bridgewater, Massachusetts, officially 24 years of age. This has been a presentation of False Anywhere here on the Rhode Island Broadcasting Network next Wednesday. SummerSlam Breakdown. A lot to give you. And thank you guys so much for watching and listening.